so um, good morning uh, everyone uh, i'm sorry but uh, I, I really don't know there was some problem in the connection i presume i was in fact even trying to uh, you know send messages in the chat box but even those were not uh, getting delivered i i couldn't see them so um, i'm sorry about that and uh, I'm just going to continue my uh, lecture and uh, you know send the rest of it to you as a podcast so that uh, uh, you don't have any uh, uh, you know uh, problem with uh, the continuation in the lecture. So um, I think I stopped at the point when I talked about how uh, reading of literature becomes so important to be able to create order, and I gave you the example of uh, you know various um, uh, you know parts of a chain. And uh, you know all those uh, those gr those grids in the chain, uh, they have their own significance. But unless they are interlocked into one, uh, they would not have any sense of order. So that's what actually literature attempts to do. It brings about uh, you know through dialogue, narrative, uh, plot, characters, actions. It brings about an order. It brings about a sequence, and uh, you know that uh, is is very important and desirable for legal argument. Uh, so, um, you know, reading literature enables you to bring about a certain kind of a logical sequence between ideas, and that becomes uh, helpful uh, to be able to uh, carry on that, uh, you know, when you're talking about legal arguments, uh, because we do understand that um, a legal argument has to be based on, uh, you know, very uh, strong uh, logical sequences, and also, um, you know, this, this appeal to uh, reality and how everything has to be so certain and they have to be linked one to another. Um, you know, another aspect of, uh, you know, how literature can help to cultivate and educate, uh, you know, the, the legal sensibilities is that, you know, when describing facts of a case, um, it is very necessary to compose pieces of evidence to form a story. And as I, uh, you know, said in my lecture earlier, uh, the uh, you know legal arguments and even judgments and sometimes facts of a case, they almost uh, read as a story, and they actually have to form a story. So uh, you know that is what you always have. You know, for example, in a proposition, A went to meet B in his house, and uh, C was also present, and. Uh, uh, you know, there was an altercation and this is what happened and ultimately, uh, you know, it was discovered that B was lying in a pool of blood. So, uh, you know, there is the attempt at creating a story by composes, uh, composing pieces of evidence and that's how you present it uh, in the facts of a case. So, uh, you see how the relationship between storytelling and narrative which we find in literature is also related to uh, this aspect that you find in you know, in, in law. And uh, reading literature helps you to develop these sensibilities. It helps you to be able to compose pieces of evidence, give it a certain kind of, a, uh, you know, an order, bring about a certain kind of persuasiveness in what you, uh, what you write. And uh, literature can be a very important aid to that. No? Um, another aspect or another, uh, you know, aid or help that literature gives uh, to you know the you know the whole um, idea of uh, writing legal judgments etc is that it brings about persuasiveness of decisions you know uh, we do understand that uh, judgments and decisions they have to be very persuasive in the manner in which they are written uh, and of course it comes from legal argument it comes from uh, you know backing up with evidence etc but persuasiveness of decisions 
is very important and that also can come about through reading of literature because uh, you know even as a as a reader of a novel or a short story or a play uh, the reader has to be convinced about the reality of the characters about the uh, you know the the credibility of the plot and uh, you know that process of bringing about a certain kind of a persuasiveness in literature can also be transferred into persuasiveness of decision you know uh, going back to my earlier point i just wanted to note uh, you know when uh, we were talking about composing pieces of evidence to form a story neil uh, mccormick uh, neil mccormick i'm repeating the name he called it narrative coherence you know so you see narrative coherence otherwise uh, you look at narrative coherence in terms of a story or in terms of literature and what is narrative coherence the manner in which the story is told has to have a certain kind of coherence it has to be so closely knit and tied up together that there is this element of you know credibility there's this element of persuasiveness there's this element of you know logical sequence and that is what is very importantly uh, conveyed through you know these uh, various aspects of reading literature uh, benjamin cardozo you know he also uh, says that uh, uh, you know uh, reading literature helps uh, you know legal personalities or legal per legal personages to build up an architecture of reasons he calls it quote unquote an architecture of reasons okay and we do understand that uh, you know whenever we read any aspect of law <coughs> there is always the cause and the effect the why and the wherefores which means uh, you know there can be nothing coming out of thin air there always has to be a reason for a certain thing that is what we study when we talk about provocation of crime why was the crime committed and how was it committed comes later you know so why was it what was the provocation so there is an architecture of reasons actually that has to be constructed you know like an architect would construct you know the the you know the building and uh, the the legal personage has to construct this architecture of reasons and that he can also very very uh, you know easily do by reading literature because literature gives you a certain pleasurable manner in which you can construct these reasons and you can put things together because what you uh, what you understand is that uh, it's 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 very essential to bring about credibility and that's through logical argument through persuasiveness this credibility is just very very important and that credibility can be developed that sensibility of credibility can be developed through reading literature um cardoso you know says that if you uh, develop this architecture of reasons it will ensure clear arrangement comprehensibility and literary quality of judicial decisions so he says you know it's not just that you read something uh, in literature and then you very vaguely you know put it together that architecture has to be built upon you know very important principles and he says if you build them on this kind of a sustained reading of literature you'll be able to bring about clear arrangement is very important for logical um, you know argument in in uh, in uh, legal terms a clear arrangement is very important that is why uh, we look at uh, judgments we look at how facts are presented we look at how a lawyer presents his case clear arrangement is very important arrangement of the facts yes, arrangement of um, you know different facts according to their importance the most important first and the second third followed by uh, the others so that brings about clear arrangement with clear arrangement you have comprehensibility if you arrange your facts so very clearly you'll be able to have this uh, very important element of comprehensibility you'll be able to understand very clearly and see how this a whole thing that is being presented actually in literature through the narrative this is being translated into 
you know legal work this is being translated into texts which are legal uh, judgments which have uh, you know such an important bearing on not not just that case but also as a precedent to be able to talk to talk about uh, so many other aspects of the case and of course uh, the literary quality of judicial decisions uh, you know literary quality is also essential although there are people who say that you know judgment shouldn't be verbose they shouldn't be so long they shouldn't be so <coughs> you know so so elaborate but the fact is that um, judgments do have a literary quality you know and uh, when you talk of uh, you know when you talk of uh, literary quality uh, not just of judgments but of course of the of the uh, of the decisions and then followed by the manner in which they are written that is why probably we have them written in you know a certain literary manner in an elaborate manner uh, because it helps um, uh, to understand uh, you know the uh, you know the whole import that you know literature forms sort of a bedrock i've often given you an examples of um, uh, you know justice um, uh, you know um, denning and you know he said that most of the uh, you know uh, all the most of the knowledge that i got about uh, Uh, you know law was actually through reading of literature through reading poetry through reading uh, other works because it developed the skills of writing skills of uh, uh, you know his ability to be able to construct sentences etc and that becomes so very essential in law uh, another important thing is you know that vocabulary can also improve along with sentence structure formation and expression and we do understand that in legal uh, terms every word every alphabet every punctuation mark every sentence structure has a very important bearing it changes the meaning of the uh, you know of the whole uh, you know of the sentence or it changes the tone of uh, uh, you know and the emotion of the manner in which the sentence it, it depends on the manner in which the sentence is written so vocabulary can improve and sentence structure formation and expression become so important they're so uh, essential they're so intrinsic to uh, the whole legal profession and we're not just talking about writing judgments we're talking about presenting facts of the case we're talking about arguments in court everything requires that kind of use of vocabulary sentence structure etc which will bring about a certain kind of expression uh, to the words in which to the words that you are using okay Uh, and then i now i just have around one or two more points uh, left to discuss uh, literature also helps in developing creativity and this can be helpful while writing decisions while presenting the case now um, you know creativity uh, most often is you know just associated with certain disciplines with certain subjects which you know uh, deal with you know humanities or with art and design etc but creativity is something that just goes beyond you know creativity is there probably in every field and uh, when you talk of creativity is you know thinking out of the box uh, looking at things uh, you know not in a unidimensional manner but in multidimensional ways and uh, you know literature helps in developing that creativity you know when you examine for example a character like mesod from the novel uh, uh, you know the outsider uh, you'd examine how uh, you know albert camus has been so creative in you know in constructing the whole paradigm of that character 
and his interaction with the law that you look at law in a very different way you open up your mind to be able to understand what is prison reform what is um, you know uh, you know to what extent do people have to be punished and what is punitive punishment what is reform and what is law and morality and the creative manner in which he has used his work to be able to present those ideas uh, can always help even in the legal profession to be able to develop and to be able to write decisions which are very creative because see creativity doesn't mean that you know uh, you you have to do something that's very artistic but yes it means uh, to be able to do something or to make something that is new and um, often uh, you know the criticism against a lot of uh, you know uh, decisions in 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 the judiciary are that you know they are very often you know repetitive they repeats of many other decisions that have come etc so probably to be able to remove that kind of a thing uh, creativity is important and creativity can come through literature now here i must stress that creativity cannot only come from literature it just can be it can come from so many other things the literature is one tool it can really help it can assist in this whole idea of making uh, you know law more uh, creative more broad based more um, organic so to speak you know where things develop in a certain uh, you know in a certain manner and uh, it, it not being artificial or not just being you know sticking two things or three things together and saying okay that this is a decision it has to be organic it has to be creative and that's how literature helps okay um, and of course last probably is uh, you know it literature also helps in including use of decorative and ornamental elements in um, in law of course uh, we're not talking of uh, using ornamental and decorative elements uh, you know more than is necessary but when you talk of ornament we're talking of using that kind of language which is beautiful and which is um, not only beautiful but it is beautiful and also conveys uh, the exact feeling and the emotion and the the fact that you really want to convey and that is why you'd see probably a lot of decisions and a lot of uh, uh, judgments have references to shakespeare and to Milton and to uh, you know many other Indian texts also. So you see, uh, using ornament and being decorative uh, and using these elements also add to the beauty of judgments. And um, they don't only perform uh, the function of being ornamental or just being decorative, but they have to be at the same time very forceful, very apt, and and uh, they have to follow that kind of a tra trajectory in which you know the judgment is embellished. It is more. It is made more beautiful and more effective, not just beautiful, yes, but more effective by the use of a particular kind of language, and that's how probably, uh, you know, this whole, uh, you know, this whole discipline of law and literature have, uh, you know, come together. So with that, I uh, end my lecture, and um, I hope I've been able to, uh, you know, convey all the aspects in terms of theory, in terms of practice uh, through the examples of the text that I've given you, and the last capsule that we had today. You know, sorry, interrupted though. Uh, but the last capsule that we had today was that how um, uh, you know uh, the reading of literature can help to cultivate and also to be able to develop uh, you know uh, this whole um, you know sensibility, this whole idea, cultivating and educating uh, the the legal personage in uh, you know these sensibilities, the improving your legal sensibilities through intervention of literature through reading literature and through understanding and expression for logical argument for bringing about a certain order for bringing about creativity and the sense of expression composition 
the use of a, uh, appropriate vocabulary, sentence structures, and of course even using language in an ornamental and a decorative manner. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, uh, we meet now in our next class. Thank you.